I'm going to tell you right now, if you any type of local rapper, upcoming rapper, underground rapper, now is the time where you might want to rethink your damn decision. Maybe go get you a contractor's license, go be a painter, be an electrician or some shit. Now is not the time to be a rapper, y'all. I don't think now is a good time to be a rapper. There is this lingering, dark-ass cloud over rappers right now. I damn sure wouldn't want to be a rapper. I go be a goddamn landscaper or some shit. Um, welcome back, y'all. Number one, welcome back. Proper introductions. A lot of people be like, you don't even introduce your podcast. But I really, truly feel like after 82 episodes, do we really need an introduction? Do y'all really need to know that I'm Shondrika and that y'all can follow me at Caked Up Dripped Out on Instagram or the Caked Podcast on Instagram? Or if y'all feel like shopping, y'all can follow my business, Kate the Brand, on Instagram. Like, do I really need to say that at this point? And we've been seeing it for 82 episodes. I ain't really think I needed to. But that's, see, that's how you know you done got comfortable with a bitch. You know how when you first start dating somebody and, you know, shit be all cute and uniformed and perfect. And then you get comfortable and you start wearing your bonnet around that nigga and you start taking your wig off around that nigga. That's how I am with y'all. I am very comfortable at this point you know we family if your ass come back to and listen to my podcast every week we are family at this point so bitch i don't be always doing the little prissy perfect uniform shit that i once did in the beginning when we was just getting acquainted so my apologies or whatever i try to get better with introducing the podcast but Hell, I'm sure you got them notifications on. And if you don't got them notifications on, I'm going to need you to follow us on whatever streaming platform that you get jiggy with. Make sure them notifications on so that when we drop these new episodes every week, you in formation. Please don't make me have to run you down and find you. I will pull up and fucking find my listeners. I'm not even playing. Like, please do not make me pull up, snatch your phone out your hand, and cut the goddamn notification buttons on for you, period. Now, let's get on with the goddamn show. Rappers, man, it has been a rough couple weeks to be a goddamn rapper, let me tell you. Um, First of all, gotta say rest in peace to Mo3. Dallas rapper slash singer, that man could sing his ass off. Um, I remember I seen a video for the first time of him that was floating around on Twitter. I ain't gonna lie, I thought this man was a gospel singer. No auto-tune, no shit. Like, he was in the kitchen belting that shit out. Like, Mo3 could fucking sing. Yes, we've heard him, like, rap. He kind of, you know, I, I he got that singy, rappy thing going on. But a lot of rappers do that, but this man could actually sing. I'm talking about, like, Avant. Like, could sing, like, R&B. Really belted the fuck out. And I just couldn't even believe. Like, we just seen him on the hot boxing podcast with Mike Tyson, he went up there with Bootsy. Him and Bootsy was tight. It's just, it's so fucking unfortunate. Like, and then of course, you know, we living in the age of social media and, you know, phones and cameras. And so of course they had video of this man spread out on the freeway dead. It was two videos. One of them, I seen somebody look like they was trying to do CPR on him and then I seen a video of him just, you know, spread out on the freeway. And a lot of people was like, how the hell did he get outside the car on the freeway? Well, now they done released a whole bunch of details. 
in this shit. So basically, and this shit gave me chills. I'm not going to lie. So Mo3, before he was shot and killed on the freeway, he was at a girl house. And from that girl house, somebody was following him. I have a problem with that right there. I have a problem with with just that little piece of information right there. That little piece right there just set me the fuck off. But I'm going to circle back around to that. So I believe it said that once he left this girl house, he went to a gas station and he noticed that this, this car, these people were still following him. He hopped on the freeway trying to get away and was basically in like a high speed chase with these folks. They started chasing his ass on the freeway. He ends up crashing his car trying to get away from these people. And that's when, that's how he ended up shot dead in the middle of the freeway. Because after he wrecked the car, supposedly he got out and started running on the freeway, like frantically trying to get away from these people. And they were able to shoot him from behind. Um, I, I guess he got shot in the back of the head and, you know, he collapsed on the freeway. That shit is sad as fuck to me. That is just to to really be running for your life in that way, to really be in the car and you are frantically trying to get away from somebody has to be the scariest shit in the world. Um, I can't imagine like what's going through your mind at a time like that. What like you're just your whole last moments of living is really just you trying to live and you trying to save your fucking life, bro. Like and then you end up wrecking your car and, you know, your last very last ditch effort is to just try to hit it on foot because, you know, these people is coming. That shit is I just I can't I can't even wrap my mind. I can't even describe how scary and frightening that shit has to be like that's insanity to me man so going back to where we started with mo three being at the young lady house um point blank period they need to be looking at her i'm not even trying to be funny i'm not trying to crack jokes i'm not trying to do any of that but they need to be looking at her period they need to be on her ass trying to figure out how did these people know that this man was at your house? How did they know to begin following him from your house? And you know what? They could have been following him a long ass time. They could have been following him for days and knowing that he was at the girl house. It could, it could be that way, but uh, it's, that's, that's just too perfect of a scenario. Like he just starting to notice that these people following him while he at the girl house. That's too, that's too perfect. Because if this, if they were following him for days or some shit like that, I imagine he would have caught on just like he caught on when they was following him from the girl house. So yeah, I would be looking at her crazy as fuck. I'm not even gonna lie. I would be just like when Pop Smoke passed away 
and the niggas in the house were unscathed and everybody was looking at them like, what the fuck is going on? I'm looking at her like, what the fuck is going on? Which I don't know who she is or whatever, but I'm looking at her crazy. I'm looking at that situation because I don't think it's talked about enough, but a lot of times when these rappers, fuck, I ain't going to say rappers. A lot of times when niggas get killed, it's a woman at the center of it. I'm going to just go on record and say that. I know we don't really like to talk about these type of things, but that's just true to Um, Women are, how can I even say this? Women can use their, you know, what they got to get what the fuck they want. And a lot of times, niggas will know that. So they'll go and they'll use a woman to get the location on the other nigga that they don't like or that they at odds with. Or, you know what I'm saying? Just to kind of find out what they're doing. I mean, it happens all the time with robberies, with just just a lot of different shit. Women are used to facilitate robberies or killings of of a nigga that you don't like so yeah I wouldn't be surprised if it came out that she the one who told you know a nigga that he was beefing with where he was at I wouldn't be surprised at that at all especially if it was a, a money thing especially if she got paid for that information I wouldn't be surprised or if she got paid to have him at that house I would not be surprised not one bit um, and then, you know, it's always, for me, it's even sadder when I see that people got kids because everybody is grieving. Everybody's going to breathe different. Um, his family, his mom, you know, siblings, whatever, everybody's going to grieve different because obviously he played a role, a different role in everybody's life. However, I always just think of the kids, especially when they little kids. He got three little kids from what I could see. And it's just like these babies, they got to grow up without their dad. That's like a whole nother tailspin of hurt and, you know, just shit that could go wrong with that in itself. Like a absent father your father did that's just trauma that's like it's just a whole lot of fucking trauma that kids are gonna have to go through and it's it's sad and i'm just i'm so tired and then so that happened right um okay it's so much okay so that happened and then bootsy friend of mo3 Get shot in Dallas. Bruh, this shit was so crazy to me. Boosie gets shot in the leg out in Dallas. Allegedly because it was believed that he was in Dallas to kill or avenge Mo 3's death. Like, they was thinking that Boosie was coming out there to kill the niggas that killed Mo 3. And from my understanding, Boosie just had a, a club appearance or some shit. Listen, this shit is crazy. So then, completely unrelated, Benny the Butcher, 
he gets shot in the leg in an attempted robbery. Another rapper. Then a dentist slash rapper, let me find his name, from Dallas. Um, He gets killed. I'm sorry. Wait, let's see if he died. I don't know if he died yet. Hopefully he didn't die. But he gets shot outside of his practice. Um, Dr. Rose. So he's a popular dentist slash rapper. That man gets shot outside of his fucking office, right? Okay. Have I covered them all? Have have we have we got through all the rappers that got shot? I believe so. And so all these rappers getting shot in the span of just like a few fucking days. This is troubling to me. Um, I don't know. I I don't I just I don't know what the fuck is going on. It's like it's open game on rappers. And it's weird. It's just a weird ass aura. It's dangerous as fuck. I mean, and I don't really know. It's like none of them are related, but when the fuck does this shit come to an end? And it's it had you thinking like, okay, who's gonna be next out here? Like honestly, you don't know. Like you gonna get on Twitter, get on social media, and be like, damn, my my fave is gone. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's really scary. Rappers right now are going to fuck through it. Um, rappers right now just are not having good luck out here. And it's weird to me because nobody seems like they're doing anything high risk or anything that's like, I don't know. It just does. It just doesn't feel like they're doing anything out of the norm, anything, anything other than what fucking rappers do. And I'm actually... I'm just now seeing this on a blog as we recording this. So, um, Gossip of the City, and you know, usually when Gossip of the City says some shit, it's law. It's usually right. They just put this post up about the girl that Mo3 was seeing. And she allegedly spoke out because folks were saying that she set him up. Um, Gossip in the City is saying that she did not set him up. And that the dudes who killed him were watching him for like two weeks. So, with that being said, uh, if gossip in the city says it, usually it's true. So, I'm going to just hold on to that. The girl, I guess she made a post. I'll read some of it for y'all. This is the girl that Mo3 was with right before she died, who I literally just said they need to look into, which I still believe that. Um, Okay, let's see. Um, okay, I'm not going to read this whole goddamn thing. But basically, 
Sis says, I just don't understand why you so soon, why under these circumstances you was a gym, but guys makes no mistakes. I have to accept this answer. Rest up. Um, it was a it was a lot before that, but she said, I know you seen me crying and laugh because my cry face ugly as fuck. My feelings was hurt. Fuck. They still is, but it's cool. You ain't got to do this lame-ass world shit no more. When karma spin the block, motherfuckers will read what they so mark my words. So, she basically had to speak out because people, myself included, felt that she had something to do with it. Um, Gossip of the City is saying that the shooters really wanted him dead and they was just willing to wait patiently to do it. So we're going to see, like I said, if if they said it, then it happened. And as far as Benny the Butcher, um, it's saying that he got shot at a Houston Walmart during an armed robbery. So again, oh, and wait, one more. This wasn't current, but Hitmaker came out and said that the niggas who ended up killing Pop Smoke tried to uh, rob him, like, earlier this year. It's a lot fucking going on. I would hate to be a rapper. Like, I always say this, and I mean it. And which this has nothing to do with nothing, because a lot of rappers do this, and the smoke still coming their way, but... If I ever, 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 ever got the bag, big, big bag, I swear to y'all, I would put myself where no one can find me. Like, how Drake said, Katie, Katie Texas, some shit like that. I would be in a little small ass town with a big ass house because I just don't even want to be, I don't want nobody to see me, know me, know where the fuck I stay. I wouldn't want no nigga to know what I, where I stay, where I got, like, it's just so scary out here. I mean, you just never know who the fuck plotting on you, especially if you a rapper, especially if you got money, especially if you got shit that another motherfucker don't got and they want it. You, I promise you, you just never know who is sitting back. We is we chilling right now. I'm doing this podcast with y'all. Y'all doing this podcast with me. You going about your damn day, going about your Monday, Listening to the pod, you chilling. Nothing is out of ordinary. And somewhere, somebody is plotting on how they can take your life. They're sitting there planning for it. Like planning for the moment where they could strike your ass. That is so fucking scary to me because we really just be living our lives like chilling. You just never think think that this shit can happen to you and that's just like that's just the scary part and rappers in particular are such big fucking targets because they got the money they got the jury they got all this shit bitch could just start hating on your ass for no reason like bitch just start hating on you bitches start just just for a lot of times that should be for no fucking reason I recognize that a lot of these rappers do still have street ties. We talked about that. And I don't know if any of these cases is related to any type of street ties or shit that you're doing in the street or whatever the case may be. One could only assume, but I'm not here to say that. To me, that's insensitive as fuck. I don't care what kind of ties you have in the street. I don't feel like you deserve to die. Only people I feel like deserve to die is pedophiles. 
Um, so, okay. Inhale, exhale. Let's take a deep motherfucking breath. Okay, let's take a deep breath. It is unfortunate. It is sad as fuck. Um, my prayers, my thoughts is with Mo3 family. My prayers and thoughts is with Boosie, Benny the Butcher, um, the dentist who got shot. Like, you just, I can't even say be careful. I can't even say be safe. I can't even say, like, you know, move different. Like, what can you say when a motherfucker is plotting on your death? It's like you, it's nothing the fuck that you could say. Like, it's out of your control completely. So, what can you do? How how can you even protect yourself? I don't even know. At this point, it's like, do you just go everywhere 24-7 with armed security? Do you not go anywhere at all? Like, how, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um... I kept reading and I was seeing a lot of shit that was saying, you know, Dallas is getting really trash. It's getting really bad. But honestly, I feel like it's everywhere. Shit, Pop Smoke got killed out and goddamn Cali and one of his killers be going live on Instagram from fucking jail. His ass done got a cell phone. So, child, it's a mess. And being a rapper is extremely, extremely, extremely fucking scary. And I just encourage all my upcoming rappers to really know what the fuck you getting yourself into. Like, you think niggas was hating on you before? If niggas is hating on you as a regular nigga, please understand that when the millions start rolling in and when you really start getting that big, big bag, that show bag, you think these niggas hating on you. That shit is going to, it's going to be on 10 so just be mindful of that because when a bitch hates you when they got it that deep in their heart that they fucking hate you that they want to get rid of you oftentimes it's very little that you could do to stop those feelings to stop the act you know what i'm saying to stop the attempt and that's the fucking scary part like it's it's just, it's hard to predict. And then when you do predict it, it really ain't a whole lot that you could do about it. So I just, I really encourage all of our, you know, rappers, male and female shit. When Young Miami was pregnant, they shot up her truck. So obviously nobody's safe. I just think this rap shit, it just take the hate to a new level. When you see a bitch with them big boy VVS diamonds on and they run in the forums that you only get to see on goddamn TV and they going here, they going there, they got whatever crib they want, they got whatever car they want, they got whatever piece of jewelry, Birkins and this and this and this. And here you is living in a studio apartment. If that, you might be standing with your mammy. You ain't got a pot of piss in winter to throw it the fuck out of. And you see a bitch you don't like done blew the fuck up. And then left your ass behind to motherfucking struggle. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, you you can have some beef shit in the streets. Like I told y'all last episode, a lot of these rappers, and I'm not talking about nobody in particular. I'm not, I wouldn't dare say this about Mo3, Boosie, nobody like that. I don't know this situation, but I'm just saying. I got to double down on this. A lot of rappers come into this shit really about their life. Really, really, really about their life. Really having shit going on from 10, 15 years ago of being in the goddamn streets. 
so they come in with all that. So it's like all that shit mixed with the millions of shit that they done made. It, it, the shit bound to get real. It's bound to get real. It's bound to get heady. And it's, about, it's bound to do it all very quick. And so it's like, uh, it, it's frustrating because it's it's just nothing you could do. There's nothing you could do. So rest in peace to Mo Three. Um, I'm praying for a speedy recovery to Bootsy. Um, the dentist, Benny the Butcher, and then we also gotta send a motherfucking prayers and thoughts to Jeremiah, who's, you know, it's a little off topic, but he is battling COVID nineteen. It's just been a lot going on in music, guys. It's just a whole lot. And it's it's all sad. It's all sad and it's all bad. So prayers to all of them. Prayers to King Von and his family. He was laid to rest over the weekend in a private private funeral. Thank the Lord. I'm happy that it was private. I'm happy it wasn't a big spectacle or anything like that. Um, yeah, because it was people... You know, on the internet, whether it's true or false, you had motherfuckers saying that they was going to be at the funeral, his ops was going to be at the funeral, all kind of craziness. So, we still praying for him. And it's like all these shootings, it's like King Von, and then all these shootings just happen within days. It's like one after the other. It's like, oh my God, like, oh, when would this shit end? But I'm, I'm thankful that... I'm thankful for the ones whose injuries are not life-threatening and who can pull through, who will pull through. My heart aches for Mo3, of course. Um, The other guy who was with King Von, I think they call him Slutty. Um, I think he was also laid to rest as well. Man, it's a lot. It is absolutely, it is just a lot going on. It is a lot going on. Y'all, please attempt. Just try to be as safe as much as you can. Um, I think it's Louie, actually. I'm sorry. Slutty seems to be the one. Okay, let me get it right. Uh, Okay, Slutty passed away. So, King Von and Slutty was laid to rest. Louie is still fighting for his life. So, that's where we at with it. That was like a that was a mouthful. That was a that was a earful. I'm personally sick of talking about people losing their goddamn life over bullshit. I pray to God that we will not have to speak on no death shit for quite some time. Quite, quite, quite some time. Speaking of death though, is this speaking of death or uh well yeah. It's kind of speaking of death. Let's let's get into it. So, okay. I got a lot of thoughts on this shit too. Gucci Mane and Jeezy are doing a versus together. Okay. So, this is what I'm confused about. Y'all really going to have to get in the comments and help me figure this shit the fuck out. Um, First, it was T.I. and Jeezy doing the versus. And that was cool. Everything was, you know, that was supposed to be for the, what is the date? The 17th. But now Gucci and Jeezy are doing a versus on the 19th. 
if you're from the South, you know the history between Gucci and Jeezy. Um, you know what that's about. You you know their history, they beef came off of music. That shit expanded well beyond music and it got really real really fast. We could literally be sitting here saying rest in peace Gucci or rest in peace Jeezy. Like this shit got like that. We ain't gotta go too far in it. Do your Googles. However, this is like a 10, 15 year motherfucking beef. Gucci already said that he would never do verses unless they cut him a million dollars. They ain't said it, but I could see Swiss Beats and Timbaland cutting that million dollar check for the Gucci versus Jeezy. Period. I could see Gucci getting a million dollars to do this. And if they give it to Gucci, of course, they got to give it to Jeezy. But I could see this being the one versus. If they was going to spend a million dollars per person on a versus, I could see it being this one right here. But I have so many motherfucking questions. Y'all going to have to fill me in. So is T.I. and Jeezy just off? Are we no longer doing T.I. and Jeezy at all? Or is T.I. and Jeezy still going to be on the 17th and then Gucci and Jeezy going to be on the 19th? That's the only thing y'all got to help me understand. And then number two, T.I. is like so adamant about not doing the verses with Jeezy. Because if y'all remember when it first came up, when they first started doing this versus shit, all the way in the beginning, when COVID first started hitting, T.I. and Jeezy was one of the ones that they was like yes we got to do it. we got to do it t.i almost had this super superior complex like he was damn near too good to do the verses with jeezy he wanted to smoke with who he wanted to smoke with i don't know somebody that didn't make fucking sense to me is who t.i decided he wanted all to smoke with but nevertheless t.i just for whatever reason just didn't feel like he wanted to go head to head with snow and I just couldn't understand it for the life of me. So now I seen somebody commented. Um, T.I. posted the official flyer with Gucci and Jeezy. And somebody commented, was like, you know, basically why you ducking the Jeezy smoke? You scared? And he was like, the culture has spoken. Da, 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 da. Y'all know T.I. talking riddles. But here's my, okay, so that's my, that's that. My other question is, with the history, right? Of them niggas and black youngsters spoke on this in a video in an interview um the other day and i thought the shit was perfect black youngster said you know if a nigga try to kill me i'm not trying to sit down and do no verses with you that was the jeezy and gucci main situation bro like that was their situation their situation like i said that shit was off music that was like real shit bitches died like come on man and y'all finna sit down and play music together. Listen, I'm all for squashing beef. I think at some point, you need to squash beef. Beef needs to be squashed. But y'all had a very real fucking beef, bro. Like, this was not no regular ass. Okay, I don't like you. You don't like me. Cool. This was like bloodshed type of beef. And like Black Youngster said, and I completely agree, the fuck y'all gonna do, play the music from across the room? Like y'all niggas gonna be 50 feet away? Like, I get it. They're both 40. I think Jeezy is like 42. Gucci's like 40, 41. 
I get it. It come a point where you squash beef, but that level of beef, I would feel like is damn near lifelong. Like if you send somebody allegedly, supposedly to kill me, bitch, I don't give a fuck if we 40, 50, 60, 70, 80. Ain't, ain't no squashing that shit, which further lets me know that Timberland and Swiss Beats cut the motherfucking check, bitch. Gucci said he ain't doing it unless the nigga got a million for Guwap. They gave Guwap that motherfucking million. Because this versus is going to be the biggest versus. The, the streams off of this one is going to be off the motherfucking charts because people is going to tune in to see Gucci and Jeezy in a room together. We have not seen Jeezy and Gucci in a room together since they dropped fucking So Icy. People is going to stop what they doing to see this. This is like the clash of the goddamn Titans. Period. Gucci posted this. Gucci posted the flyer with Jeezy. Gucci hates Jeezy. <laughs> like, I think as recent as this year, Gucci called Jeezy soft again. Like, Anytime Jeezy is brought up to Gucci, he calling this nigga soft. Like, he's letting it be known, I don't fuck with you. I don't like them niggas. Fuck them niggas. Period. Even if y'all remember T.I. said on his podcast when Jeezy was on it, like, you know, they should squash the beef. I, I'm sorry. It's not for me. It's no squashing the beef when, like, your beef turned deadly like that. How the fuck you even squash that, like? You tried to kill me, but it's cool. We just going to play some music. Like, it's one thing if them niggas just dissed each other. Like, they just dissed each other on tracks for 10 years. Cool. Cool. You know, it come to a point, okay, we in our 40s. Fuck it. You know, I, I don't really fuck with the nigga, but it is what it is. I ain't stand that shit no more. But a bitch that tried to kill you, like, I, I just... Oof, I don't get it. I, I, that is some shit that's beyond me. I personally feel like it's going to be some shit. I don't know. Gucci, no, Jeezy posted and was like, you know, it's going down. Don't bring, uh, don't send your clone. Because y'all know it's been that on going Joker. Gucci Mane being a clone. And then uh, let's see what the fuck Gucci Mane said. Because I just. And y'all know I'm a Jeezy stan. I am a Jeezy stan. I, like, y'all know how I feel about Jeezy. Gucci posted, tell buddy get ready. Trap God versus Snow Cone. Gucci don't like this nigga. <laughs> Gucci hates T.I. and Jeezy. And another reason how you know that them damn versus folks cut the check because Jeezy said recently very recent that he reached out to gucci to do a versus why the fuck is jeezy reaching out to gucci in the first place like this shit is mind-boggling to me i'm not even gonna lie like it is mind-boggling to me and y'all know how i feel about my jeezy that is my jeezy is like my jeezy i feel like i'm the only jeezy fan in the world like i am i'm like that when it come to jeezy but jeezy why the fuck is you reaching out to gucci man you tried to have this man killed let's just call a spade a motherfucking spade allegedly allegedly gotta throw that a word in the mix allegedly but like come on bro like it's too much you either want the nigga dead or you don't 
Like, I'm, uh, and I hate to be that person, but that is, you cannot have a beef, go to that level and get that real, and then say, you know what? I want to play music with the nigga. Excuse me? Like, that shit is beyond me. Y'all have to drop down in the comments and break it down to me. Please explain this shit to me. Please, somebody explain it to me because I don't understand how you have that level of beef with a nigga and then you decide, you just make up in your mind one day, you know what? I don't want nigga dead. At least until we play a couple records together. This shit is about to be the most awkwardest fucking verses we've ever seen in our life. Imagine a nigga try to kill you and you got to go to work with that nigga the next day. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, it's, it's beyond my comprehension. I imagine Gucci going to be sitting there stone-faced trying not to kill this nigga. I imagine Jeezy going to be sitting there stone-faced trying not to kill Gucci. I imagine it's going to be like Jeezy going to play a record, Gucci going to play a record. It's not going to be no interaction. These niggas is not finna talk. They not finna kiki. They not finna laugh. It's not finna be like no other verses. This is about to be the most tense, awkward bullshit we didn't ever, 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 ever seen in our goddamn verses history. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm moving around, y'all. It might be a little staticky. Forgive me. I'm trying to fucking get comfortable and I'm not. God damn it. While I'm doing this podcast, I should be able to be comfortable while I'm doing my goddamn podcast. And I am not. But yeah, man, I'm a tune in. Um, I'm a tune in. This shit right here is it's it's gonna break the internet. Like, I've seen the tweets. This is how you know this shit finna break the internet because when Jeezy first came out and said that Gucci Man respectfully declined the offer to do the verses. It was trending then, and people was like going to bat. You know, it's the Gucci versus Jeezy beef is very divided. I, I'm a Jeezy stand, y'all know what side of the spectrum I stand on, but I'm still a Gucci fan. I'm a Jeezy stand, but I'm a Gucci main fan. Like I, it just is what it is. Um, I grew up on both of them niggas. What can I say? I I was into Jeezy more. I've been loving Jeezy since I first heard Jeezy since like motherfucking middle school. And I don't know, I just always identify with Jeezy, like his messages, the way he speaks, the way he reaches his fans, everything he stand on, like that super motivational shit. Like I've always, Jeezy is the only artist that I could put on his music and it will break me out of procrastination. It will, like I put on Jeezy music when I'm writing, when I'm really in my bag, when I'm doing some shit for my business, like I really am listening to him. When I'm grinding, I'm listening to Jeezy. When I'm about to go out, I listen to Gucci. Like, I listen to Jeezy too when I'm about to go out too, but I don't know. When when I'm listening to Gucci, I'm I'm just more I feel like I'm more turned up. Gucci got some turn up shit too, but I I don't know. It's just different. Gucci Jeezy, I mean Jeezy got some turn up shit too. Jeezy, um, yeah, man, it just put me in two different fucking moods. Two different moods. So, but when that news came out that Gucci Man declined the verses, it was divided like a motherfucker. People, you know, you had people riding for Gucci. You had people riding for Jeezy. They was writing whole think pieces about why the one or the other was going to win over the other. 
And then when news broke that a nigga actually fucking did it, that's all I seen on my goddamn. Honestly, though, man. Honestly. Let, let's have an honest conversation. What the fuck is Jeezy going to play when Gucci Man play truth? When Gucci Man play the diss record to Jeezy and T.I., what the fuck is Jeezy going to play? What do you play? Somebody got to tell me something, man. What is Jeezy going to play when... <laughs> when, Jeezy, when Gucci bring out truth? Like, and the thing about... I mean, when Gucci bring out truth, goddamn, I'm getting mixed up. The thing about Gucci is Gucci name dropped that nigga. Like, Gucci names drops Jeezy in a fucking record. Gucci name drop anybody. Y'all remember back in the day when Gucci went on his goddamn Twitter rant? That shit was iconic. But Gucci ain't never been scared to name drop a bitch. So... What is Jeezy going to play when Gucci get into that bag? When Gucci gets into his Jeezy diss records? Like, oh my God, I, I don't, this, it's going to be a, a good versus. I'm personally going to tune the fuck in like the rest of the world. However, um, I could have went my whole life without this one. I ain't going to lie to y'all. I could have went my whole entire existence without a Gucci Mane and Jeezy versus I, I I can't even cap because it's like black youngster said how 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 you gonna get them niggas in the same room in such a close proximity and this shit gonna be live like I don't know what to expect it could go left because you know Gucci got a slick ass mouth Gucci is the type of nigga he gonna say whatever the fuck you want to say and it's nothing that nobody or nothing can do to stop him from speaking his motherfucking mind not timbling not swiss beats them niggas can't it's if gucci felt like getting active during that versus because them niggas gonna be in the same room he could because he's fucking Gucci Man Lafleur, and that's what Gucci Man do. And I know Gucci Man is on this whole holistic shit, this whole, um, you know, just most super motivational shit. Now Gucci done completely changed his goddamn life around. I get it, I love it, I'm here for it. But Gucci Man still get very fucking active, extremely fucking active. Like I can see that. I can see that shit going so left so fast. I mean, one song in Gucci Man Petty too. I could dead ass see Gucci Man playing Truth first song out the gate. I don't even know. I, I, I don't know, man. I'm not excited. I ain't, <laughs> I'm anxious. I'm not excited. I'm anxious for this shit because I just want to know how the fuck is it gonna go like. I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna be one for the books. That's what I do know. It's either gonna be very awkward, very shady, very or, or very bad. It's gonna be very bad. And honestly, twenty twenty, we done lost enough goddamn people. We don't need this. I don't need this, man. I don't need this. And I know Jeezy. You know he on his mature shit. He always been on his motivational shit, but. You know, he getting married and he got his talk show and, you know, he got his new, uh, 
his new position over at Def Jam. So Jeezy is really on his corporate thugging professional shit. And Gucci, Gucci done changed, but that old Gucci is still in there. Roger Davis is still very much in the in the full effect. So we just gonna have to wait, man. We just gonna have to wait. And I don't know why the fuck T.I. don't wanna do a versus. The niggas that T.I. was naming that he wanna do a versus with, T.I., I, I don't think it's a good matchup. The only real matchup that made sense for T.I. was Jeezy. So I don't know. I I don't know. It just seems weird that he's like ducking this smoke this hard. It's, I don't know. I don't know. But nevertheless, we are going to um we're just gonna have to wait and see, guys. <laughs> we are just gonna have to wait and the fuck see what's going on, man. That could kind of be like the highlight of our life type shit that's gonna be the highlight of um yeah of our week i can't wait to come back and talk about it what else is going on in the world megan since we're still on music let's stay on music uh megan the stallion is dropping good news what is this friday i think so i'm excited bossed up barbie is getting ready to drop on november 26th actually you know what's so crazy we had bossed up barbie scheduled to come on the show today and it was a storm. It was um actually it was gonna be pre-recorded and it was gonna drop today. But as y'all know, we had Tropical Storm Etta here in Florida, and we was trying to do the Zoom interview and that shit was just fucking up. Like I was literally in here trying to do the Zoom interview with Boss Up Barbie, and the motherfucking Tropical Storm was like knocking the goddamn Wi-Fi on and off. It was spotty. It's it was just trash. I was so irritated. We got some footage, and I tried to edit it and make it do what it do, but we ultimately just decided that we was going to go ahead and reschedule. So, shout out to Boss Up Barbie. She got this project getting ready to come out. No emotions. I'm excited. She's excited. The world is excited. I cannot wait for her. She's doing an excellent job with this rollout. Um, I'm just so excited. I, I, just, I can't even express my excitement for her to get this goddamn project out. So... I'm excited for that. I'm excited to hear what Meg is gonna do. I did I did I know this was Megan's debut album? Maybe, but it just it doesn't feel like a debut album to be honest. Because Meg puts out so much music. She's put out so many like Meg been working and I didn't realize some that other shit was just um like mixtapes. And I don't know, back in my day when I was coming up, like, mixtapes were so clearly, like, defined. Like, you knew that this was a mixtape, this was an album. Now, it's just, like, all that shit just mixed together. I don't know what's mixtape versus album. So, I really don't know the difference. But, Sis says she is putting out her debut. So, I'm here for it. Um... I hope it's good. I hope there is some, if you've been like a day one Megan fan and you know what good at is, Cognac Queen. I, I want some of them type of records. I ain't gonna lie. I love the booty shaking, the pop that pussy. Da, 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 da. And good at and Cognac Queen, you know, they talk about ass shaking and all that. But I don't know. I just want me a little something different from Meg. I, I want to see something new a little bit, kind of. 
Um, yeah. So I'm excited. I like. Oh, and I also like when she dropped Fever, the intro to Fever. I could take some of those too. So I, I'm excited. I can't wait to hear what she has to say. Um, it's titled Good News. I pray to God that the album don't give a whole lot of time to Tory Lanez or nothing like that. I, I hope. I really hope she don't even address it on the album. To be honest, but you never know. I'm looking forward to that. But who drops? Friday. Friday, we got this Future and Lil Uzi Vert collab mixtape or album, whatever. Uh, what, what is it called? Damn, I just had the title up. I have listened to it on and off since Friday. Pluto, baby Pluto. All right. What's my song? Moment of Clarity is my motherfucking song. I like Moment of Clarity a lot. Um, I like... About a bad bitch. I like uh stripes like Burberry. I like Lullaby with just the Uzi Vert. He rapping his ass off. I can appreciate it. So yeah, I like it. I like it. It's it's not a hundred percent for me. For some reason, you know, I don't I don't feel like I needed a whole future in Lil Uzi Vert collab tape. I definitely did not expect it, but um, I like it. I like the songs on it. Um, I don't know. I was listening to um Joe Budden and podcast, and Joe Budden kind of you know summed it up. I feel like at this stage in Future's career, I guess he's just doing it for fun at this point because Future damn sure don't need no collab tape with nobody. The only person I want to hear Future. With a full collaboration mixtape, it's probably Drake. Honestly. I, I love Drake and Future. I have a Drake and Future playlist on title, and I listen to that shit. Because it's, it's so fully stocked. It has so much music on it. They have really done a lot of fucking music together. And I appreciate that shit. That's the only person I really just really have to hear a collab take with. Um... It's Drake and Future. They can give me one of them once a year and I'll be satisfied. But, you know, the, the Uzi and Future, it, it was it was good. I just, I, I wasn't expecting that shit at all. I haven't heard NBA Youngboy new shit. Um, I listened to 2 Chainz new shit. I like 2 Chainz new album. I like it a lot, actually. I like the song with Wayne. Um, What is it? Two Chains recently did an interview. I forgot with who, but basically they asked him, you know, um, something to the effect of how he can be friends with Wayne and Kanye when they endorsed, endorsed Trump. And, you know, he answered it really well. He was like, I'm not friends with them because of their political views. I'm friends with them because of the type of niggas that they are. And you know what? In a perfect world... Um, that would be how it, it, it all is. And I actually do agree with chains to some extent, but Trump supporters are just known to be very vile, hateful, racist, out of touch people. I love Lil Wayne with everything in me, but Wayne really don't fuck with black people like that. That's neither here nor there. We, I, we ain't going to get into politics this episode. I said we wasn't, so we ain't. Um, but nevertheless, I fuck with Chain's album. What other album came out? Well, them not them the only ones I don't listen to anyway. So 
that's the only new music that I have heard my own self. Um, damn, I feel like I done spent the whole podcast talking about goddamn music. Did y'all hear about motherfucking Ken cheating on the era? First of all, I didn't even know who the fuck these people were until my timeline was literally having a goddamn meltdown about YouTube couples. Let me drag y'all hoes real quick. Um, First and foremost, y'all shouldn't even be looking up to motherfucking couples like that. I've seen a lot of y'all ass talking about some, oh, Ken cheated on Deara. I'm never going to find love. Bitch, you like 20. Like, we got to stop this shit. Couple goals is not real. Relationship goals is not real. These people have normal ass situations just like anybody else. And if your ass talking about you giving up on love at 20, then baby, you're going to have a long ass, lonely motherfucking life, bitch. Because you in for a whole rude awakening of niggas cheating, niggas being trash, niggas being great, and you not recognizing it because your ass is used to trash ass niggas. And you letting the good ones get a motherfucking way while you chasing nothing to fuck boys. You have a long list, a long line, a long life, a long, 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 long legacy to motherfucking live of niggas being trash, niggas being good, niggas being fuckboys, niggas being semi-fuckboys. Like, you have a long ways to go. And your ass talking about you throwing it in the towel at 20, then, bitch, you're going to be a lonely bitch. You're going to be lonely, dickless, loveless, kidless, all kind of shit. Y'all shouldn't even be looking up to a couple this hard. Like, this shit was trending for, like, three days straight. This shit was on every blog. Apparently, again, I just learned who these people was. I just seen my whole timeline in shambles and I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Okay. I didn't know who the fuck a Ken and Dira was. Apparently, they're like a big ass YouTube couple and they getting all this money off of YouTube for their cute little relationship. And all the young your girls are fucking worshiping them. And they done found out the nigga cheated. And then I found out their youngest fuck they own self. Lord, y'all stress me to fuck out. Generation X or Z or whatever fuck generation y'all, y'all stress me to fuck out. I can't keep up with the fuck shit that y'all be on. I constantly have to remind y'all that y'all don't motherfucking know these people in real life. Y'all do not know these people in real life. Sis. If they're a YouTube couple getting that much money on YouTube, even if shit going bad, you think they finna tell y'all? The nigga apparently just got caught fucking slipping, but his ass probably had been slipping for a minute. But if they getting all this money on YouTube, you know they finna keep up appearances? Bitch, come on now. Y'all need to stop being so goddamn gullible. Create your own fucking couple goals with your nigga. Your Ken, your Chris, your who the fuck ever. Create your own version of a relationship and what the fuck it's supposed to look like. Stop worshiping motherfuckers' relationships that you don't even know. They're aesthetically pleasing to you. They look good together. They're taking trips together. Y'all just, ugh, like, the shit be so flawed. That shit is not what a relationship is. A relationship is not all designer bags and motherfucking trips. That's what y'all are really worshiping. Because they young doing that shit. So y'all feel like that's what you want for yourself and your life. And listen, ain't nothing wrong with that. But y'all need to stop living in the goddamn fantasy land. Like the fact that these people was trending for three whole ass days. 
and they're just, I ain't going to say just because they getting a hell of a lot of money off doing the shit, but they're a YouTube couple and y'all worshiping them like this and y'all basing y'all expectations of what a relationship is supposed to be, look like, smell like off of a couple that you don't fucking know. The quicker y'all realize that it's so much fuck shit that go on behind closed, closed doors with couples like the quicker y'all will be fucking happy the happier y'all will fucking be bro it's a lot of fuck shit that go on in relationships and most relationships ain't finna show you the fucking bad but that's just instagram in general social media in general twitter anywhere you're not ever gonna see the fuck shit in the relationship you always gonna see the good you gonna see everybody happy smiling y'all ain't finna see when a bitch go through that phone Especially a couple like this, a big YouTube couple that is getting their money. They're basically getting paid to be in this really cute ass relationship. Y'all think they finna show y'all the fuck shit, the bad? That's bad for business. Y'all think they finna show y'all their fucking arguments? Or when she catch them doing some shit, bitch, that is bad for business. No, we not doing none of that. So... It's like y'all don't take none of that shit into consideration. Like these people are real regular as people. Period. And and the quicker y'all learn that, y'all damn hearts won't be so goddamn broken when they do shit that don't fit into your little goddamn bubble. It's disturbing. Cut it the fuck out. Like Oh my God, the boy had to release statements and all kind of shit. Y'all is, I'm just happy that I don't and never have like worship that type of shit. I never really worshiped an artist. I'm, I'm stands and I'm huge fans of people, but I just, you just know what people, you just know that other shit goes on behind the motherfucking scenes that you don't see period and i'm I'm gonna just leave it there um how do y'all feel about what's that lady name let me get her name right nina thomas filing for divorce for earl thomas um i think it's a whole lot of double standards and toxic shit going on toxic fucking double standards like my homie leek say and he keeps saying he want to come on my podcast talk about it we're gonna talk about it but This lady held a gun to his head back in April. She was arrested for pulling a gun out on him, pointing a gun at his head after catching him cheating. She been out of jail ever since. If the roles were fucking reversed, Earl Thomas' ass would be in fucking jail still for pointing a a gun at her motherfucking head, period. We just got to call a thing a thing. That shit was toxic as fuck. That shit was... If the roles was fucking reversed and that man held a gun to her ass after catching her cheating, y'all would be all over this man like white on rice. And then the kicker, this bitch filed for divorce and asked that Earl have limited access to their kids until he takes a parenting course and show that he is able to take care of the kids for an extended period of time. Bitch, you need to be the one taking motherfucking parenting classes to see if your ass is motherfucking stable and capable of taking care of some motherfucking kids. You literally 
held a gun to this man's head because he stuck his dick somewhere it wasn't supposed to be. Now, granted, no, it wasn't supposed to motherfucking be there. But you was obviously in your fucking feelings and you obviously let your damn emotions take the fuck over. Now, if you would have shot that goddamn man, your ass would have deserved to sit. I don't give a fuck how you slice and dice it. So if anybody need to take goddamn parenting classes and deem to be fit, it's your crazy motherfucking ass for pointing a gun at this man for fucking cheating. Leave his ass. Get a motherfucking divorce. Go. Step. But everybody is... I'm just reading the comments about this shit. It's like bitches are coddling her. Oh, he pushed her to the edge. Oh, she's so pretty. How could he do... How could he cheat? How could he... Like, just fuck the fact that she pulled out a fucking gun and held it to this nigga. Huh? Y'all bitches are lost. The shit that y'all be thinking is cute. I seen a fucking video over the weekend where this girl storming to the barbershop showing out on her nigga like, that crazy shit is not fucking cute. It's not cute if a man do it. That shit is not cute if a fucking woman do it. I don't give a fuck. 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 That shit is not fucking cute. Being abusive is not fucking cute whether you a man or a motherfucking woman that shit is not fucking cute and nina she's pretty you know she light skin she got good hair and all that good shit of course you know she she's really getting the pretty girl fucking treatment period she really is and it's like bruh are y'all fucking forgetting bitches talking about he pushed her to the motherfucking edge what excuse me I don't give a fuck what a nigga do. It's not worth your fucking freedom. It's not worth your freedom. It's not worth your fucking life. I don't care what a man does. It's not worth your fucking freedom to go to this fucking jail for him. Your ass was, if you pull out a gun, you ready to pull the trigger. So don't fucking tell me that you pulled it out the scale, nigga. Or you pulled it out, whatever. If you pull a gun, you are ready to shoot. You ready to kill, period. And if you pulling it out for any other reason, you a damn fool. Because you don't know who else in that bitch strapped. So if you pull it out, your ass better be ready to use it and use it well. Like, I just, I don't understand why people, let me read some of these fucking comments, y'all. This talking about talking about is a woman, when a woman's fed up, she's tired, she's so pretty, I'm glad she found her worth. He looked like he stressed her out, she pretty as fuck. Huh? What? This bitch say, I hate that she has to ask him to take a course after three kids so she won't be a nervous wreck when he has them. I'm just, I'm so confused by this. How the fuck can y'all justify to me a woman pulling a gun out on a man? Y'all can't justify that shit to me. And y'all hoes in these motherfucking comments coddling this woman. The roles could not have been reversed. That's all I'm saying. And I ain't standing up for this nigga because he trash as fuck. You don't got no business cheating on your motherfucking wife while she home with your three kids. You're trash. And yes, she need to divorce your ass. But acting like this, this bitch telling this man he need to take fucking parenting courses to prove that he's stable and a good fucking parent. Like, you are... You, you literally tried to... You literally... 
could have killed your children's father. So if anybody is unstable, it's your ass, bitch. I just, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's the double standards for me. Um, I'm going to wait to leak it on the show and we can really talk about that shit. We could really, really, really talk about it and really get into that shit. But that shit is not, this bitch talking about good for her. He cheated on her. Sis ain't come to play. The only sensible, it's only one sensible comment on this shit that says, so she held him at gunpoint, but he didn't want to need parents in classes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody with some fucking sense. Like, I'm just... Bitch talking about a lot of women on his side. It's not even about being on his fucking side, y'all. Just use fucking common sense. If a man held a gun to you because you was called cheating, his ass would still be in jail. They throwing a book at his motherfucking ass. Like, women should not... Women just should not get a slap on the wrist for being fucking trash and abusive like that. They just should not. They should not. That shit irritate me. I'm tired. I'm I'm tired, but you know what? We we gonna we gonna get into that more. I'm gonna double back to that shit. But it's trash as fucking you hoes who justify that shit trash as fuck. Just like that video. That whole went in the barbershop. This man getting a fucking haircut. This bitch show her ass because the nigga ain't answering the phone. One thing about it and the two things for sure. I'm never finna embarrass no nigga if it requires me embarrassing my motherfucking self. That's just, that's what's not gonna motherfucking happen. If I gotta make me look motherfucking dumb, then bitch, I just wait till you get home and show my ass on you. I'm never showing my ass in public. I don't get fucking down like that. Because that shit gonna reflect on me. I'm looking bad out here in the street. You got me fucked up. P ain't looking bad for no motherfucking body, period. I'm not I'm not doing it. I'm not for humiliating a nigga because in my mind, you just you have to think of if the roles were reversed. And anything that you motherfucking doing, you have to think if the roles were fucking reversed. If a nigga pulled up on you in a beauty shop, snatched your fucking smock off, mushed you in your fucking face, cussing you out by not answering your phone, your your damn beautician and damn don't want to call the police. Everybody feel like your life in danger. That shit is just not fucking cute. And when the girl is like light skinned and extra pretty, y'all just y'all just think that shit is fucking cute. Women kill niggas too. I just want y'all to be mindful of that. Niggas get killed by their bitches too. So next time y'all wanna coddle a bitch and Oh, that's so cute. The nigga at the end of the video was like, ooh, I like that kind of shit. That shit is not fucking cute. That shit is not cute. I seen a video of a lady run her damn husband over. So that, that shit is cute until it's not. He probably thought that shit was cute too. Oh, she she crazy, but you know, I like that shit. I like that. Da, da, da. Okay, that shit is cute until it's motherfucking not. Until your ass is fucked up for life behind a bitch. Period. Like I'm tired. I'm I'm tired. I'm I'm tired. I'm tired of women not getting the same fucking treatment. I'm tired of women not getting the same energy that they put out. I I can't fucking lie. And I know a lot of niggas be like, women don't take accountability and whoop de whoop. And I've been guilty of the shit of not taking accountability a time or two in my goddamn day. But something 
had to wake me the fuck up. You feel me? And y'all hoes sounding dumb as fuck defending this trash ass behavior. That's bird shit. Y'all hoes a bunch of motherfucking birds. But I ain't got no man. So let me hush. I ain't got no motherfucking man. And the crazy bitches do. So obviously, I'm doing something the fuck wrong. Um, Let me see. We talked about Meg. We talked about the new music. We sent our condolences. To our fallen rappers. Should we get into the good sis segment? Let me do a quick sweep. Make sure we ain't miss nothing. But damn, I feel like we flew through. I feel like we flew through these comments. These uh not comments, these topics. I'm probably missing some, but you know what? Fuck it. Um The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I just started watching that shit. It just started coming on. I'm already hooked. I've been hooked since goddamn episode one. I'm about to, when I get off the line, I got to watch the damn most recent episode with y'all hoes. But yeah, I'm fucked up about that shit. But we ain't gonna talk about it too much. Um, Damn, y'all, I think that's it. I, well, put it like this. That's all the fuck I wanted to talk about. How about it? We ain't finna be recounting all this shit. I don't know how many podcasts ago, but it just struck my mind. Did I ever say rest in peace to Rance Allen? I don't know if I did. I might have said it on episode 80. But that shit just crossed my mind because he crossed my mind earlier today. So, I don't know. If I never said rest in peace to uh, Rance Allen, most definitely rest in peace. Do we know how he passed away yet? I don't think nobody really said it. But... I don't know. I don't feel like I. I don't feel like I ever really sent my condolences to him. Um, so if I didn't, I deeply, deeply apologize. But um, yeah, I think I think we could call it. I think we could call it. Oh, let's get into the good sis segment. Um, this one is one that has. It's it's been long. It's it's been quite some time. This young lady went missing on December fourth, nineteen eighty five, in Hot Springs, Arkansas. Um, we talking about twenty some years, y'all. We talking about a very very long time. We talking about um a black woman whose case again was mishandled. Because she was a black woman, period, especially in Arkansas, that is not a state that has always been kind to blacks. So we're talking about a woman whose shit was really just dropped to the fucking wayside. Um, Jeffrey Lynn Smith, she was last seen December 4th, 1985. She was walking home from school with her boyfriend. Never seen her again. But... It's been a lot of shit surrounding this girl case and what the fuck went on with her. First of all, Jeffrey Lynn Smith, they... It, 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 this shit so fucking frustrating to me. So, they um initially put her as a runaway, okay? And at the time, her boyfriend at the time, they didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to him. They put this girl down as a fucking runaway for whatever reason. 
Um, let me hold on. I'm trying to get the fucking. I, I want to make sure I get all my facts straight. She ain't had no history of running away from home. That's number one. This young black girl did not run the fuck away from home. Um, she was black, and like her sister said, they didn't put no value on her life. Another flaw ass thing that the police did in this just gross and nasty ass mismanagement of this girl's case. They actually told her parents that they had an update about her disappearance just to get them to the police station and arrest her stepfather because he had a warrant out for an outstanding traffic violation. So they took the time out of their motherfucking day instead of going out there following up leads about this girl and trying to figure out where the fuck she at and what happened to her and bring her home to her family. They took the time out of their motherfucking day to come up with a plot to get their step to get her stepdad down to the goddamn police station so they could arrest that man on a motherfucking warrant. What type of bullshit KKK fuck shit is that that you will call a family of this young missing girl and tell them y'all need to come down to the station right now because we got some news in her disappearance. We got a fucking breakthrough just so y'all can arrest this man for an outstanding motherfucking warrant, a traffic ticket. Bruh, that shit made my motherfucking blood boil. Like, I couldn't even believe somebody could be so cruel like that. I didn't know. Paul, I knew, I knew, I did know. I did know that there are some very cruel motherfuckers in this world, but that just take the cake. Like you home, you working your ass off trying to get the word out about your missing child during a time where it ain't no internet. It's not no social media. It's not none of that shit. And these motherfuckers want to play games like that all over a goddamn traffic ticket. Listen. That's the type of fuck shit games that went on in this girl case. Let's keep going. So then, um, so this boyfriend of hers, they just kind of let this man slip away. Um, a, a ring that she had, right, that Jeffrey Lynn had, that her mom gave to her. It was a very treasured ring, beloved ring. That shit turned up at a pawn shop. That girl would have never pawned that damn ring. They think that the boyfriend pawned the ring, which would make a lot of sense. But they was never able to prove it. But at this, did they want to prove it? Like, honestly, did they even want to prove it? Like, come on, man. They they just dropped the fucking ball on this. All the way across the board. How old was she? Let me go back real quick. I'm trying to figure out how old she was because right now she would have been 51. But hold on. 1985. This girl went up at 16 years the fuck old, bro. When she went missing. She went upon that damn ring that her mama gave her. That damn boyfriend pawned that goddamn ring. Um, they, they just did so much shit wrong in this girl case. Like they just, it, it's like they ain't put no effort into it. And sadly, when it comes to little missing black girls and black women, they don't put no fucking effort into this shit. They don't put it. I'm so thankful 
that we have organizations like Black and Missing, even the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children does a better motherfucking job. At least they'll put the damn posters up. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I can't imagine, especially in Arkansas in the 80s, I know that shit was racist as fuck. I know it was. I know that shit was racist. I know when this little girl went missing, that shit was probably not a second fucking thought. Because if it was, y'all wouldn't have tricked her fucking family to come into a police station behind a damn traffic ticket. Thinking that they had some damn news. They they was about to find out where the hell their daughter was. That was nasty as fuck. Y'all didn't give a fuck about that little girl from the jump. And that shit shows. So, um, today we pay homage to Jeffrey Lynn Smith. She would be 51. She was only 16 when she went missing. And we send up prayers for her damn family who has been going through this shit for, what, 27 years? So it's, 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 it's a mess. It's, it really is. And I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of it. That shit is so fucking scary just to know, like, if something happened to you bitches, Bitches just going to play with your shit. Like, they not really looking for you. They don't give a fuck. They just going to say, oh, she ran away. And they just going to, especially if you're a black woman. That shit is scary. That shit is disheartening as fuck. But per usual, we're going to put a picture up. We're going to honor her. We are going to celebrate her life. We're going to celebrate. We're just going to celebrate her, period. And, well, you know, we're going to make it known that, she is not been forgotten. We're going to say her motherfucking name as with all of the good sis, the, all of all of our good sisters. Like, that's just what it is. You have to look at these. When I look at these cases about these missing black women, I always equate it to like my sister or my mama or some shit like that. Like, you have to really look at it from that perspective because shit, you could look at it from like as from as yourself. You know, it's it's some of them that I run across missing black women in their cases and I'm reading it. And like I've said this before, y'all know I've said this before, but it's literally me. Like the shit that I would do, leave my house, go to work, never seen again. Like leave to go to my friend's house and never seen again. Like it, it could happen so quick. And unfortunately, people besides your family is not really finna give a fuck like that. So um, it's really unfortunate but again, we just, you know, we're going to continue to say their names and keep them uplifted and make sure that people know, like, this shit is really going on out here. So, I think that's it. Good podcast today, I think. I feel like, I feel like it's been a good, I feel like the last couple podcasts, 80, 81, and this one, 82, has been really good. I think we're on the right track. I think we're getting back to our roots. We're getting back to where we started. And, you know, this shit feel good. So, um, yeah, I had a blast with y'all. Cannot wait to reconvene after this goddamn Gucci and Jeezy battle. I tell you that much. I can't wait to talk to y'all girls on Friday about that shit. Shit, we might have to do a special edition podcast, goddamn me. I might have to give it to you girls on goddamn Thursday. I don't know. We'll see how I'm feeling. But, um, yes, yeah, good show today, guys. Good show. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um, 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 um. oh, yes, Instagrams. 
follow me on Instagram, caked up, dripped out. Come see me. Come see all my fire. I was cute as fuck this weekend. I've been cute these last couple weekends. I've been practicing my makeup. I'm not trying to get it right. This weekend, my shade was a little off. Don't drag me too much, bitch. I did the best I could. But um, I'm getting better. I'm in practice, A, trying to get the makeup down right, trying to get the makeup perfected. So, um, yeah, caked up, dripped out. If you want to see how cute I be looking on the weekends, or you can follow my business page if you feel like drop, uh, dropping, if you feel like shopping, is what I meant to say. We got a good ass Black Friday sale coming to y'all, Kate Brand. Um, what else, honey? We can do, oh, the Kate Dish Podcast Podcast on Instagram, Kate Dish Podcast on Twitter. No, the, just Kate Dish Podcast. Um, yeah, shit, come, come see the girl, come link up, come chit chat and stream this damn podcast on Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Child, anywhere you get your podcast. Except for title, because they don't want to cut your girl a check yet. But anyway, we will be back on um, Friday. I got to give me some drink. Now my goddamn throat dry. My throat is dry, honey. But until then, I'm going to holler at you girls. Have a good-ass Monday. Please be safe. Have a safe week. And um, we're going to reconvene on Friday. Toodles.